Before we start, I have an announcement. My next book of poetry, Out of the Dust, is now available for purchase from Amazon.com. Out of the Dust is a collection of poems inspired by the Book of Mormon and is generally concurrent with the weekly readings in the Come Follow Me resource published by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'll repeat this reminder at the beginning of each episode throughout November and December, during which Out of the Dust will be on sale for 50% off regular price. That's just $6 per copy for the paperback version. That's Out of the Dust, Book of Mormon Poems by Mary Jane Rice. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Follow, a Latter-day Saint scripture poetry podcast. My name is Mary Jane Rice. Thank you for joining me today. The reading this week is Hebrews chapters 1 through 6. Because I didn't have a poem for this reading, today I'm sharing one inspired by a later reading in Hebrews chapter 13. In verse 2, Paul posits that we should show hospitality to all strangers, because who knows if we might be entertaining angels in disguise. If you'd like to read along, you can find this poem on my website at maryjanerice.com. Let's begin. Strangers If Abraham and Sarah washed and fed, promised and laughed at, if Gideon threshed and lamented, reminisced and pled with, if Jesus healed and taught, fretted and bled for, why not me? The world is full of heavenly guests, every one a child of God. The scripture that inspired this poem, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2, reads as follows. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Paul is addressing here an ancient worldview that placed high value on offering hospitality to strangers. It was considered a great virtue by Jews, by Christians, and by pagans. One ancient Greek myth demonstrating the importance of hospitality is the story of Bossus and Philemon, who were an old married couple and the only ones in their whole town to welcome the gods Zeus and Hermes, who were disguised as ordinary peasants. I suppose in a world where basic living could be so difficult and travelers had to depend on generous strangers for their safety, that to codify the virtue of hospitality would help foster that safety and create bonds of friendship even where you didn't know anyone. Paul's counsel was to not get caught up in arguments over differences of opinion, but to be kind to one another and exemplify this virtue of hospitality. Who knows, he's suggesting, you might end up being kind to an angel in disguise, just like the old stories. One of those old stories alluded to in the poem is that of Abraham and Sarah entertaining the three men who prophesied that Sarah would have a son within a year. Another is of Gideon, who received instructions from a disguised angel to deliver Israel from its enemies. Jesus himself appeared to two disciples on the road to Emmaus, and they did not recognize him at first. All of these interactions involved a divine messenger 
who was at least for a time disguised, and a human host who presented gifts, food, or other hospitality to the divine messenger. In all cases, the divine messenger imparted information that could not have been delivered except by revelation. One part of this week's reading assignment that does relate to today's poem is in Hebrews chapter 2. In verses 6 through 8, Paul referred to Psalm 8 when he said, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him a little lower than the angels, thou crownedst him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the work of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. In this callback to Psalm to Psalm 8, uh, Paul is comparing this to Jesus Christ and how he was made a little lower than the angels by being made human, and yet all of things in creation were placed under his subjection. When I read this, I was thinking in a different context that according to modern revelation, we know that angels are not a different species from us. They are either human spirits or resurrected beings. We are, as they are, all children of God, wherever we are on the path to salvation. So I think where Paul suggested we might entertain angels unawares, we should take that more literally. Everyone we entertain is a child of God, temporarily disguised by mortality. I implemented an unusual parallelism in the structure of this poem, where the first three stanzas each end in a preposition implying direction toward how the central figures in each stanza interact with the disguised individuals. Traditional grammar rules might say that you shouldn't end a sentence with a preposition, but modern grammar is a lot more flexible. But also, a writer can draw attention to particular ideas by occasionally bending the rules. It can add freshness and arrest the reader's attention, but the challenge is to not be so heavy-handed with your experimental grammar that it overshadows the underlying message or makes the piece unintelligible. Now I'll read the poem for you again. Strangers. If Abraham and Sarah washed and fed promised and laughed at, if Gideon threshed and lamented, reminisced and pled with, if Jesus healed and taught, fretted and bled for, why not me? The world is full of heavenly guests, every one a child of God. That's all for today. You can find more of my poetry at facebook.com slash Latter-day Saint Poetry or visit maryjanerice.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-J-A-N-E rice.com. My contact information is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. May your time spent in the scriptures this week be rewarding.